0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Planet Fantasy podcast. My uh my dads are still on vacation, so <laughs> I am joined <laughs> by uh Our good friends of the pod, uh, Meme Master Ryan, and our Agent of Chaos, Thad. Um, I am Anna, who remains. And uh, this week, we're going to be doing something a little close to Thanksgiving, but not quite. We are, in fact, going to be giving thanks, but we are giving thanks to T. Hanks, America's dad, Tom Hanks. So this week, we are going to be doing a draft of our favorite Tom Hanks movies, um we did decide off pod our our drafting order. We let the dice decide. So Thad will be going first, I will be going second and Ryan will be going third. But uh Thad, what you been up to?
1: Not much. Doing some D&D, which granted me the first pick in the draft. Roll uh, those d20s, baby.
0: For those of you who do not know. Um, this week in D and D, Thad's character, what is his name, Freya was getting hit on by this little half goblin woman, um, and she was just all about it. It was hilarious. <laughs> are you benching anything fun? You know
1: what? Not really. I've, we're kind of in right in the beginning of the basketball season, and my Celtics are doing quite well. So I'm I'm really enjoying the Celtics right now.
0: Okay. You could have warned our Philadelphia listeners to cover their ears. Um, <laughs> I'm glad the Celtics are doing well though. Ryan, the
1: Philadelphia well, people are fine. They're, they love James Harden and how he fits in with Joel Embiid. They love it.
0: <laughs> Ryan watching anything fun. Um, yeah,
2: I, um, I watched the first episode of a show called rogues heroes. Um, it's on BBC and epics, I guess. Um, I'm going to try and find the rest of it because they showed the first one free on Amazon Prime. But I don't think I have epics, but I'm going to see if I can track it down. But yeah, it's about um, the it's like a historical drama about the SAS fighting in North Africa during World War Two. And it stars our favorite uh, Greyjoy misfit Alfie Allen. Um, and yeah, the, the first episode was uh, pretty interesting. So I'm
0: hoping I'll be able to watch the rest of them nice. and
2: yeah. And then besides that, I'm just, uh, getting ready for the world cup starting this weekend. So
0: very cool. Hopefully Twitter will last by then. <laughs> yes.
2: Yes. We need, we need Twitter live in a, in a, in a world where the USA plays England. It, it needs to happen.
0: Uh, I just finished a uh, dragon prince. So that was really fun. Um, and I heard carnival row got renewed for a second season, which I'm very excited about. Fortunately, the final season, but I will take what I can get other than a show landing on a cliffhanger. Ryan was actually able to nail Taylor Swift tickets, which I'm very impressed with. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I got very lucky. So, yeah, so did I, I, uh, I definitely mooched off of Friend of the pod, Kelly, and she was able to get us tickets. So that's going to be a really great show. Pretty excited. Um, Ticketmaster sucks, though. Let's
2: let's be honest. <laughs> yes, yeah, Ticketmaster is terrible, and I I feel bad for everyone that wanted tickets and couldn't get them. But um, also the memes have been tremendous. So yeah, was yeah, wild. definitely
1: pouring one out for all of our friends who could not get those tickets because I know there's a bunch of our friends who were in that queue and waiting for them, and just yeah. all the all yeah. the BS happened. Besides, so we're that- pouring one out for you. A disaster but
0: yeah i signed up for all of the new jersey shows and i didn't get picked for any of them it was absolutely insane i only got it because you know someone took pity on my poor soul (laughs) (laughs) quite frankly um so yeah i mean black panther just came out uh that episode released last week so obviously ryan is back again Are you sick yep. of us yet?
2: No, no, I'm uh, definitely glad to, to be back again. So this will be a, a slightly different flavored episode. <laughs> it should still be good.
0: Yeah, it's going to be fun, lighthearted, and uh, a way to give thanks without uh, celebrating colonialism. So, Dad, uh, yeah, kick us off. Who are, what movie are you going to be drafting first?
1: I'm pretty sure I know a pick that Ryan would want. It coincides with the pick that I would want. Do I take it anyway? All right, fine. I'll do it. I am going to not go with the popular pick. I'm going to take my favorite Tom Hanks role. I'm picking of their Theron. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a really good pick.
0: Wow. Bad pick to sports movie. I'm so <laughs> <bad>.
1: <laughs> Oh, just wait. There's more coming later.
0: <laughs> I, I'm not even shocked by this, um, but can you just explain why you picked this movie?
1: Well, I wouldn't say he's a great coach, but <laughs> he's a good coach. He knows how to motivate his team. And even though he's not the star of the movie, he's still Tom Hanks, and he's still doing the most Tom Hanksy in Tom Hanks. He can Tom Hanks. The cast is great, to be fair. The first time I was introduced to Tom Hanks. So it does just hold a special place for me.
0: Aw, I love that. There you go. Little, little warm and fuzzies. It's been a really long time since I've seen A League of Their Own. See, I thought
1: yeah. this is going to be a pick that our friend... Ryan was going to pick because his beloved is the star of the the remake TV show.
2: Yes, it was. Um, it was definitely on my list. I don't think I would pick it first. And, and yes, I, I would be remiss if we didn't shout out the the TV show, which is very good. And, and yes, as that said, it's it's not just good just because I'm in love with Darcy Carton. It's also good other soul mayors. So
0: I love that for you. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm up next, and I'm actually going to be picking one that's actually not super popular, but is very fond and near and dear to my heart. Um,
1: does it also have Madonna in it? It does not have
0: Madonna in it. <laughs> <laughs> um, those of you that know, like, I'm very close with my father. And, you know, we watch a lot of our movies together. And, you know, we're, we're very big animal people. Right. Um, so they're <laughs> obviously I'm going to pick Turner and Hooch.
1: But, damn it, that was gonna be one of mine.
0: <laughs> no, Turner and yes. Hooch, is one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, and my dad like does this rendition where he's like, "Here's a muffin for Hooch. I got a muffin for Hooch. Here's a muffin for Hooch. I got a muffin for Hooch." Um, and whenever it's on TV, he um he calls it Hoochie Time. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, wow, that could really- go. I know, I know, so but different ways. <laughs> I know. It sounds really weird, but like <laughs> I couldn't say Turner and Hooch, so I just, you know, called it hoochie when I was little. <laughs> Take it how you will. <laughs> um,
1: that has so many different meanings as I an adult. Stop
0: a- it. Stop making fun of me. It's a really nice, lighthearted moment. Um
1: Anna, it's hoochie time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> stop making fun of me. Um You know, we're just really big animal people. And every time Turner and Hooch is on, like it just warms the cockles of my cold, frigid heart, right? Um, And it's just, I was really excited when the remake came out. Um, And I was a little disappointed Tom Hanks wasn't in it, but it actually kind of made it better almost. Uh, I think Josh Peck did a pretty decent job. Can't wait to see um, if they do renew it for a second season. But I really, really enjoyed it. I was kind of pissed that they called the dog by the same name instead of something else. I don't know why that really bothered me, but Tom Hanks crushed it in that role as Turner. Um, you know, it was fun. It was lighthearted. It was like a, it's like grumpy sunshine trope, right? Who doesn't love that? No begging for food, no sniffing of crutches. And you will not drink from my toilet. (laughs) So, uh, Yeah.
1: (laughs) So was Tom Hanks your favorite or was it the pup?
0: No, it's definitely the dog. And then I asked my dad, <laughs> I asked my dad if I could meet the dog, and then he lied to me. <laughs> He's like, Yes. Yeah, wow. But like I watched it <laughs> when I was like, I think 10. So the dog was probably because I don't know how old um the animal actor was when he played hooch. But I'm like, by that time that was kind of borderline, and I live in, you know, western New York, not California. So <laughs> Definitely not possible, but it definitely would have made my day if I could have met Pooch. So, uh, Ryan, what are you drafting?
2: Ooh, okay. Um, do do I get two picks, or are we just um, since so only three of us or just one each?
0: Yeah, you get two. Hot corner,
2: okay. baby. All right. Um, I guess I will be a basic bitch then so. and pick um the popular movies. <laughs> um, they they are are also two of my favorites, but um, I'm gonna go with uh Toy Story three. Um, Tom Hanks as Woody mm-hmm. and then uh, I'm going to go with Saving Private Ryan um, but Tom Hanks as Captain uh, forget his last name Miller Miller there you go John Miller
0: mm-hmm. yeah two very um, similar
2: movies <laughs> yes <laughs> clearly <laughs> uh toy story is one of the the pinnacle um disney slash pixar movies and you could argue that that there's certainly arguments that the third one is the best one um i have it right up there um i, I think it's super emotional and um it's just a, a really great performance um and then saving private ryan um obviously you know it has the name ryan in it so that's a bonus point but um
0: <laughs> that's why you it. <laughs> yeah
2: of course it's about me uh, <laughs> uh, I, I did used to to really be into war movies um when i was younger um not as so much now i still appreciate them um I think this is one of the best ones um, because I think just besides the like action of it, I think the story is really tremendous. And you really start, you, you get attached to, um, you know, Hanks is the captain and, and the squad and obviously private Ryan. Um, you do eventually meet him. So um, yeah, I, I just think these are both two really good ones and, and really show off um, the range that Tom Hanks
0: has. So. His acting chops. Love that. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, shoot. I'm torn between two. I'm going to go with Catch Me If You Can. Um, I really enjoyed that movie. I think uh, it, it was one of the only crossovers we're ever going to get between Leo and Tom Hanks. We also had Christopher Walken in it, Martin Sheen, um, James Brolin, right? Um, and even when you look at the poster, like, it's just very, very endearing. Yeah. <laughs> um, But, yeah, I mean, obviously the the premise of him just trying to catch this con man, it's overall hilarious, right? Um, But he just really sold it, (laughs) when you really think about it, right? Just the way he committed to his role as Hanratty was just very endearing, and it really made it—I know, like, ACAB and everything, but, like, it really humanized him, (laughs) (laughs) Um, you know, I, I just, when he goes, I love my job. I'm like, Oh, gives me feelings. Um, and you know, it it just really developed this really great story. And I don't know, it just warmed, warmed my heart a little bit, even though you were really rooting for, uh, for Leo to escape, (sighs) but you know, can't win them all, I guess. (laughs) We, guys, uh, we were talking see. about
1: the poster, and I remember it being. Um, is it just them? Like it looks like they're chasing each other, but with like blue
0: arrows. Yep. It's completely like, and it's intentionally blurred out so you can't really see their faces. So it looks like it's running. And considering like the technology that you really had in the early 2000s, right? I think it was 02, I want to say. Um, Be able to catch that sort of motion on a poster, really difficult, right? Um, but it was based off of a, a true story. It was a comedy, uh, biographical drama. So really enjoyed it. Have you guys seen it? I have not. You've not? Oh, no. shock. <gasps> you have homework. You have homework. I can't say shit I haven't seen TV I TV do. TV, so. wait what I have not and the reason why is because everybody went to go see it in theaters and they all came out bawling and I went I'm not emotionally prepared for this and I know what happens I know it happens and you know I pretend like I don't have emotions but I know if I just see it I'm just going to have like a mental breakdown and I'll you know, be like oh my childhood's over and I just can't deal with that But I don't watch it it never happens
1: what if it's we start logic. like singing the theme? There you go. Would that like make you cry?
0: Probably not, because I don't have a reference point.
1: Mm. Damn. If you did, Ryan and I could start singing the song and we could see if we can get some live on pod Anna tears going.
0: Okay, so this is what we're gonna do. Next episode, Ryan and I are on together. We have homework. I will watch Toy Story Three and he will watch Catch Me If You Can. And we'll recap. T- Oh, sounds like a plan. I feel like I got the shit under that deal, bud. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, but you All know right. what? In Ryan, you've got a friend in him. So
0: that's true. I do. That true. <laughs> All right, Dad. What do you got?
1: Okay, I'm kind of shocked no one has taken this as yet. Shout out to Nora Ephron. I'm taking Sleepless in Seattle.
0: I wish I could say I'm shocked that you picked a rom com, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, it's Tom Hanks, it's Meg Ryan, right in the prime of their careers. And it's such a good rom-com. And they don't make them anymore. It's so good.
0: When when you think rom-coms, would you rate Sleepless in Seattle as like your top five?
1: Oh, yeah. It's top three, probably.
0: Top three? Wow. I don't know if I would rank that top three. But my taste in rom-coms is also trash, so... There's, there's
1: <laughs> I'd also say Jerry Maguire is probably in there.
0: Jerry Maguire? Wow, we have different tastes in rom-coms.
1: It's definitely a rom-com.
0: I mean, I'm not disagreeing with you. I just, you know.
1: Just oh, okay. I'm just making sure. No,
0: That's normally a big argument for people.
2: I feel, I feel like that is different taste in rom-coms than everyone. So
0: <laughs> that is true. I mean like 10 things I hate about you would definitely be like my top rom-com of all time. Come at me.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's hard to go
1: against that one. You're making it seem like if like taken three, it's like in my, is that my other favorite rom-com?
0: I mean, again, listen, I am not one to, to talk because I also watch Die Hard as a Christmas movie and I'm going like cancelled and I know that.
1: Um, it is a
2: Christmas movie. I, I, I would literally not movie. put anything past you that. So that if you told me that, I'd be just like, yeah, okay, take it through, sure. Why not?
0: <laughs> I mean, I guess my question is like, are we talking classic rom coms or are we talking like just rom coms in general? Like are we talking like early two thousands like backward. Ooh. Because if we're we're including like all time, I'm putting Forgetting Sarah Marshall on the list.
1: Oh, I don't think that counts, though.
0: I know. That's I why I'm asking.
1: It's too long.
2: What do you mean? It's too long. Yes, that's, that's the reason it doesn't. That's count? your
1: reason. Yeah, that's too long. That's a movie. That's not a rom-com. That's way too long of a movie. I, I don't even know what we're doing anymore.
0: <laughs> I mean, like the wedding planner is also a really good one. That counts. Actually, no, I don't think I would pick that one. I would pick uh, She's the Man. 10 Things I Hate About You, and apparently my, my rom-com trope is I just pick remakes of Shakespeare plays. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ask us if we're surprised.
2: I was going to say, you you hit the sweet spot with, like, 90s or early 2000s high school dramas, so.
1: I really did. But yeah, Sleepless in Seattle. I mean, in the ending. It's so cute. They're on top of the tower she sees the backpack he comes back ugh it's great that's premium rom-com shit
0: it's been a really long time since I've seen Sleeples in the in Seattle yeah I, I haven't I- seen that one either what come on people <laughs> I didn't say I've never watched it I just said it's been a while
2: I mean, I'm pretty sure that it was mostly directed at me
1: it's fine
0: <laughs> you're the yeah, people what are we
1: doing here what are we doing here <laughs>
0: Thad's about to yeet Ryan off of the, the pod. You're not no. allowed back. <laughs> <You watch laughs> Look, uh,
2: okay, he can do that on one where he's not a half an hour late.
0: Okay, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Thad, what is your second pick?
2: Oof, okay. It's is your last
1: pick, right?
0: No, we're doing four.
2: Oh, uh, strike! because you only picked one at the beginning.
0: hmm
1: Do I go for the double rom com here?
0: You know the answer.
1: Okay, you know, screwed. I'm going. I'm going double rom com. You've got mail. I'm give me the other Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan joints. <laughs> give it to me. I'm taking. Apparently, you got mail.
0: Just to make Brad happy, all you need to do is put my Brian and Tom Hanks in a movie together. Yeah, she thoroughly. was
1: so big in my childhood. <laughs>
0: <laughs> was she in charge of your sexual awakening, Ben? You can be honest.
1: She was not, okay. <laughs> but she was so good.
0: I'm really surprised you did not pick Joe versus the volcano.
1: <laughs> hey, you would not let me take TV shows and I would have definitely picked him as the karate kid in happy days.
0: That no, that doesn't count. Of course, You can talk about that at the end of the episode.
1: Um, hey, we already established the rules. I know it doesn't count, but I'm just saying that is an epic performance.
0: I It's one episode that like, the standard for the you're gonna versus a two hour performance you're gonna pick like i don't know how long happy days was uh like what was it half an hour an hour something like that half an hour i think so you're gonna pick something that's like a quarter of the time (laughs) oh man
1: hey that just tells you how great his performance was
0: all right tell us about you got (laughs) mail
1: You know, I think You've Got Mail is it, it may be the blueprint for how all Hallmark movies work now. Like, if you think about the plot of You've Got Mail, it's like Meg Ryan is a bookseller who hates Tom Hanks character, who's the owner of like a corporate like chain. But then somehow they find their way to each other. There's a misunderstanding and then they find their way back to each other and they fall in love and they live happily ever after. That's basically you've got mail and every Hallmark movie now.
0: So wait, you're telling me the reason you picked this movie is probably because of Amber, who watches solely Hallmark movies. Is that correct? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I'm picking this movie because I actually like it. But I do love that it's basically the blueprint for every Hallmark movie. It was so good that every every TV rom-com basically has this blueprint. Like, let's do You Got Mail only 50% worse.
0: <laughs> you, do you think if they redid You Got Mail, like, like if the actors were the same age, right, um, but they just set it in 2022 instead of, uh, what was it, 1998? Do you think it would translate well? Obviously the chat rooms wouldn't exist or anything, but...
1: It depends on what their what their rival business would be.
0: But, you know, when they're they're meeting. Right. Do you think like if they met on like a discord like server um, or like they swiped right on like Tinder or Bumble or something? Do you like do you think it would still apply? I think the bookstores and the publishing business would still work.
1: I think it would. The bookstore would work. I don't publishing. think anything with electronics would work.
0: I think the bookstore would still work because you could do like an online medium, like you could do something like BuzzFeed, like one of them's like an editor at like BuzzFeed or something. And then you could translate it to uh, someone's just like a diehard like newspaper reporter or they still own the bookstore, but print is dying. Right. And that could create some sort of conflict. Yeah.
1: And, you know, people use still use pseudonyms for writing their books and things like that. So Mm -hmm. it can still work.
0: All right. What do we have to do? Meg Ryan, Tom Hanks, get on it. (laughs) Both of you. Yeah, you both need to be on it. Otherwise, it's just not going to work. I mean, it's
1: the double dip of Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks. And it's maybe two of his most famous roles. I think if you ask a lot of people, like you ask them about Tom Hanks, they're probably going to bring up Meg Ryan.
0: No, they're definitely. And vice versa. They're going to bring up his rendition as the Karate Kid.
1: That would be third.
0: He defended
1: Fonzie, Anna. He defended Fonzie, okay? <laughs> In a full karate gi. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh.
0: Well, I guess it's my turn. Um...
2: Yeah, good luck following that.
0: Very no one old. can
1: follow Fonzie being defended <laughs> by Tom Hanks.
0: <laughs> you know what? I think someone can, and his name is Chuck Nolan from Castaway. Wilson. <laughs> um, when you really think about like acting, right? Like this is one of the most iconic roles of all time. Um, he's pretty much just acted like by himself. I mean, Helen Hunt is obviously in the movie, but no one really cared about Helen in this movie. Um, and it's all about the commercialization of Christmas and how because people wanted their Christmas gifts and he was trying to get home for Christmas, he got stuck on an island for four years and he was declared dead um and then his wife got remarried which really sucked but then he brought the package to his center and he left the package at the door you know it's just kind of a fucked up ending but it's very realistic and i really enjoyed it and you know just there's something about watching a man that's you know half naked trying to survive in the wilderness that's just very endearing to me i don't know i loved
1: it was <laughs> was the beer doing it for you hannah
0: I don't think the beard was doing it for me. Tom Hanks is probably one of the only male celebrities in Hollywood that, like, I, I am just not attracted to. Like, I, I just want to give him a hug. Like, I think he's America's dad, and I just want to hang out with him. But, like, I don't find him sexually attractive, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. I just want to give him a hug. I just want to hang out with him. Like, when I found out he had to COVID, I cried. If I could not have my own father, I would want Tom Hanks as my dad. Straight up. Shame. And my dad knows this. I've told him this multiple times. So, when was the last time you guys saw Castaway? If you've ever seen it, <laughs> it's been a while, to be honest.
1: <laughs> yeah, same here. it It's been a while. Are you serious? I saw a it lot? once. Yeah, saw it once. Yeah, yeah. I like
2: yeah. It, yeah, like I, I, liked it, but it's like I feel like I saw one that has a lot of like rewatchability. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just me.
1: No, I agree with you too. You know what it reminds me of a little bit? It's uh a more recent version of this is kind of like the Revenant. Yeah. it's, You know what I mean? We're just kind of like, uh, we're watching this guy just breaking down and kind of being tortured for a huge portion of the movie. So it's yeah. not really, like you said, it's not really got that rewatchability for me at least.
0: And yet Leo still won an Oscar and Tom Hanks won an Oscar. Cause There's something that's, about that formula, man. It uh-huh, worked.
1: That's what the Oscars love. Yep. Yeah. Dave really do
0: just you know put someone in like survival mode and you know just make them freaking figure it out and then you'll you'll win best actor that's that's the algorithm i don't make the rules
1: i don't even think they know the rules they change it <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's true they do change it every year
1: yeah frequently
0: all right ryan what are your next two picks <sighs> yeah so for my last
2: couple of picks um there's i mean we've gotten a lot of good ones there's still a lot of good ones on the board um but i did not want to get another toy store movie or another war movie um so i'm gonna go uh first with apollo 13 um nice. Tom Hanks plays commander jim Lavell, i think um yeah it's uh it's I remember – I feel like this is one of the first thrillers that I watched, Um, and it's just – it's really good, really solid performance, Um, really good physical acting from Tom Hanks and and the rest of the um, astronauts in the little space capsule, and uh, yeah, you just – you know, on the edge of your seat, and and, and worried for the whole time if they're going to be able to uh, to make it back home. And uh, I think it's another really really strong performance by Tom Hanks.
0: Yeah, we do love our movies in space, don't we?
2: <laughs> <laughs> we do. <laughs> that
0: that movie is of... stacked, though. It's directed by Ron yeah. Howard. You have Kevin Bacon, Ed Harris, Bill y- Paxton. Some... Bill Paxton, you got some big players in this movie. I no wonder as well.
1: Yeah, and you know what would probably help them get that role? Being on Happy Days with Ron Howard.
0: Oh my God! Oh, go. <laughs> Dad, get out! You're you're done.
2: <laughs> You've been canceled.
0: Dad, go to bed.
2: <laughs> yes, I'm kind of surprised he hasn't done more movies in space. Although well, I guess this is the first one. It's sort of hard to, to top that
0: yeah but i think armageddon came out what was it like 98 and this one came out like 95 so they probably just yeah. saw armageddon and was like eh, i'm good <laughs> <laughs> i'll just leave their for like sandra bullock or whoever wants yeah <laughs> he has a Honestly, space...
1: speaking of that that was a good run of
0: space movies oh it really was i don't think we'll be able to well i shouldn't say that i hope they'll be able to top them i don't think they will avatar yeah. two does not count now, we're not counting,
1: we mean like actual space movies, not, uh, we're not counting Avengers or anything. We mean like more human ground based level space movies.
0: I beg your pardon. Dune was a great movie. <laughs> Just throw Tom Hanks in there and it would have been perfect.
2: I honestly, wouldn't have fit right in with the rest of the cast, so.
0: Yeah, but, um, yeah, the 90s and the early 2000s had some really great movies. space
1: yeah you had an actress whose father was singing in the background while she was getting boinked and it's happening and he's just singing this romantic song about how he doesn't want to miss a thing really awkward but it made me laugh in the movie theaters and everyone looked at me for laughing
0: i don't know i feel like she's definitely boinked that song multiple times oh wow (laughs) Wow. <laughs> Maybe like twice. I'm not saying like every time, but like it's a good song. <laughs> what? It is.
1: I'm not saying it's not a good song. Just would I be a weird pick for her to.
0: <laughs> it is weird a weird song pick, choice, but I think it's definitely happened. Maybe not intentionally, but I think it's happened.
2: I mean, so, since we're here, um, RIP would Alan Thicke, but I remember hearing a um, an interview with him on, on a a podcast that i like and aiden he talked about how sometimes he'll he'll play robin songs while he was uh oh no that's even
0: worse that is worse oh my god (laughs) that's worse (laughs) (laughs) oh
1: Oh, no i was wondering where you were gonna go with this when you said now that we're now that we're here what what do you mean now that we're here
0: Let's hope Robin Shcherbatsky never listens to this podcast. <laughs> 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 oh, you, this is why we're not allowed out in public and why we have to record a podcast. Nobody wants to listen to this. <laughs>
2: that, that is true.
0: Uh, unhinged Thoughts starring Thad. This is
2: why they, they separate Thad and us by an entire country.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, mine's technically just like really a lake and a waterfall if you really want to. Boiled out of breast tacks. <laughs> Technically.
1: Famously, a very tiny waterfall, too.
0: Very tiny. <laughs> no one's ever heard of it. No one. Well, people definitely haven't fallen over barrels of that waterfall. Nope. Not at all. All right. Oh, man. I don't even know how I'm going to, like, recover after that. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
2: Well, hopefully my last pick will do it. Um, Lastly, well, I am going with um, Angels and Demons. All right. Mm-hmm. Hanks played Dr. Robert Langdon. Um, I'm going to be totally honest. Uh, The reason I picked this one as opposed to the Da Vinci Code was that Ewan McGregor was in that one. So, um, obviously, shouts to Tom. He's the main point of the episode, but um, that was a big selling point. Um, Obviously, these movies were. Um, I thought a pretty good book series. There were a lot of liberties that were taken. Um, the films maybe weren't the best, but um, I still enjoyed them. And yeah, like I said, the the combo of uh, Tom Hanks and Ewan McGregor was uh, too much to pass up in this one.
0: Would you say you're a fan of The Hot Priest?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I am,
1: yes.
0: <laughs> no, that was a really good... Um... Adaptation. I remember when the book came out, everyone was like freaking out over it. Um and while I don't think the movie was like the best adaptation to it, I think the the cast that they picked was was appropriate. Um I think the writing could have been better. But you had Ewan, you had Tom, you had Stan Skarsgard. I think Ron Howard also directed it, right? Um, and the photography was really good in it. It, it was just like a very creative book series overall. Um Interesting adaptation, obviously not the best, but he his performance was absolutely stunning and and he had some star power and, and great people to to work with and on Zimmer did the score. It's really, <laughs> really <laughs> all you can ask for, right? Yep. <laughs> In a movie. I remember my mother was like obsessed with this movie because uh it was very like Catholic church centered. It was all about the Vatican.
1: Oh yeah. The Catholic heads really love that one. hmm Although you were talking about like hot priests and stuff, really. Again, another movie that brought on like the trend of just being like, "Oh, we're gonna cast just this typically attractive person in the role of a priest." Didn't we have like a like a Catholic figure? Didn't we have a young pope with Jude Law too? That was a TV show, but didn't we have that? The other.
0: What was the name of that?
1: Yeah, I think it's Young Pope, right?
0: Yeah, there was a, a young
1: pope, and then.
0: Wasn't I mean, Diane Keaton in it?
2: My default for Hot Priest is um, Jonathan rhys Meyers' character in uh, Vikings.
0: Oh, that's right! I <laughs> that's forgot nice. he was Hot Priest. I mean, if we're talking Hot Priest, we obviously have to bring up Fleabag. I feel like if we do not bring up Fleabag, <laughs> Kyle's going to swoop in and just be like, why? Why are you talking about one of my favorite tropes yes. just not ta- mentioning Fleabag, so we have to give them a shout-out. Um... Yes, obviously. The
2: the ghost of Planet Fantasy Past will visit us in our sleep and yell at us.
0: <laughs> yeah. Something something hot for Preacher. Something, something. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. No, Angels of Demons was a good pick. I was surprised you picked this one, to be honest. I thought you would have gone something else.
2: Yeah, I mean it's like I said, it's not my favorite one, but I, I didn't want to pick another Toy Story or another war movie. So um this was the one that uh, stood out.
1: I yeah, you really could have gone like full, like Toy Story 1, Toy Story 2, <laughs> Toy, Toy Story 3. 3. Toy Story. Howdy, partner. Toy Story 4.
2: <laughs> I, I, contrary to a lot of people, I did like Toy Story 4 a lot, too. But yeah, I, um, I figured 3 would be the best choice. So
0: I thought for sure that you were going to pick um, Forrest Gump. Like, I don't know why you just gave me Forrest Gump vibes, which is why I didn't pick it. Up.
2: Yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm
1: not. It's not a big Forrest Gump guy. I don't know. Never seen it.
0: You've never seen Forrest Gump.
1: I keep falling asleep. Never seen it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we are going to get canceled. It's all Fad's fault. Oh, my God. Never um, seen it.
1: Can't make it through the entire Homer's movie.
0: Fault? How do we do a Tom Hanks challenge if you've never seen Forrest Gump? All right. Clearly, I just need to be asking better questions um before i just let anybody on the the pod anymore (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i'm torn between something cute and like what i think is his best performance and i just don't know what i'm gonna pick
1: better than turner and hooch
0: i didn't say it was my favorite performance i said it was his (laughs) best performance that's different um Okay, so the two that I'm torn between were both in 2004. Uh, I'm torn between The Terminal, where he plays Victor Noworski, and The Polar Express. Um, these are two very, very solid movies. My only issue with The Terminal is that the story that the man was based upon, um, this, this movie was very whitewashed, um, but he did such a good job in it. Like, holy shit. I mean, when you look at that movie, you have... Uh, well, clearly, I'm just picking the terminal because Stanley Tucci's in it. Like, let's be entirely honest here. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I was like running through the cast list in my head. I was like, oh, the Tucci's in it. I got to go with the terminal. But uh, yeah, you have Catherine Zeta Jones, you have Diego Luna, you have Zoe Saldana. Uh, the music score was by John Williams. Um, you know, he just really sold this for me. This was one of the first movies I remember watching, and it just made me, well, one, realize, like, there's bigger places that have more problems than like cushy America. Right. Um, and it really tugged in my heartstrings, right? Like all he really wanted to do was just do something for his dad and like collect the last autograph. And then, you know, he spends literally years doing this, right. Just trying to, to, to celebrate his dad and his dad's memory. And then he just tries to go home. Obviously, uh, the man that it was based off of was, a uh, I'm going to butcher this man's name and I'm very sorry, uh, Mehran Karimi Nasiri. Um, and you know, he lived in Charles de Gaulle airport for several years. Um, and his autobiography was published terminal man, read it. If you haven't, it's a phenomenal read. He actually returned to living in the airport this year in September and he, he died, uh, this month, uh, about a few weeks ago. So. It's just a really touching story, and I I highly recommend everyone read the book, as always, because movies obviously make things, you know, cuter than they have to be, but his story was really endearing, and despite it being whitewashed, I think Tom Hanks did a phenomenal job. It was directed by Steven Spielberg and produced by him, and it was just phenomenal. Like, every time I watched The Terminal, I just sob like a little baby. Like, it just... If I need a good cry, that's the movie I watch. Some people watch cute movies, like, you know, Sleepless in Seattle, and you've got mail, but I watch The Terminal. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't believe I have to ask this, but have either of you watched The Terminal? <laughs>
2: I have not, but um, you're doing a really good sell job of it, so...
0: That, I you? have
1: watched it. I've watched it once. Mm-hmm. have not gone back to it. I thought you were going to say you fell asleep. <laughs> <laughs> no, finish this one.
0: Because it was a good movie.
1: It was. It was a good movie. Again,
0: it- n- not really
1: rewatchable for me.
0: Well, you're just not as large of a Stanley Tucci fan as I am. So. Well,
2: that's true. <laughs> it's also hard to tell
1: I mean, what's the bar here? I mean, you, uh, your love for him is very high.
0: He's just a really phenomenal actor, but this is not about Stanley Tucci. This is about America's dad, Tom Hanks. So,
1: yeah, if this was a Stanley Tucci draft, we'd be here for like four hours and three of them would be your picks just gushing over <laughs> Stanley.
0: Um, Yeah, and then there would be an additional like Minnesota me just talking about his book. So yeah. there's that. <laughs> All right, Thad, what's your last pick?
1: Final pick. Of the draft, to everyone's surprise, I'm going with another rom-com from Tom Hanks.
0: Is it this one? He's really
1: shocked. I know. (laughs) This one, directed by Ron Howard, it may be one of the most ridiculous and fun movies I've ever seen. And for some reason, when it's on, I always just watch it from from wherever it is to the end. It's Splash. I'm drafting Splash.
0: You're drafting Splash? I'm
1: drafting Splash.
0: <laughs> Out of Give all it to me. the movies you could have picked, you picked Splash?
1: <laughs> Give me all the right. Mermaid movie. Give it to me. Right.
0: Sell it. Sell it to us.
1: What's there to sell? It's perfect. It's an <laughs> 80s movie directed by Ron Howard, Tom Hanks, Daryl Hannah at her peak, John Candy, Eugene Levy. He falls in love with a mysterious woman. Who turns out to be a mermaid? She's a freaking mermaid. It's like, come on, guys. Hence the name Splash. Like of course.
0: Kate and Leopold bullshit. This is what that sounds like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nominated for an Oscar? I'm not even kidding. It was nominated I'm, for I'm
0: an I'm Googling Oscar. it now Academy Award for Best Original Screenplay. Uh huh. <laughs> nominated. But did not win,
2: dad. <laughs> Oh, I thought you meant Hanks was the movie act. Wow. Okay. Yes, the, the movie.
1: <laughs> Ryan's shocked at this. Just like he wouldn't be shocked that Hanks got nominated for an Oscar. He's like, because it's Tom Hanks. But he's Ryan's shocked. Is just like, wait, wait, what? The yeah. movie was nominated for an Oscar. Wait, what?
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I can't hide my surprise at that. Based on how you describe. It. <laughs> <laughs> But also, it's it's totally in your wheelhouse when you're just like, yeah, '80s movie Ron Howard. I'm like, okay, that's already there. I I get it
1: now. I mean, it really was just like, I mean, but look at the cast: <laughs> Tom Hanks, Daryl Hannah, John Candy, Eugene Levy—just like all in, the just peaks at their powers.
0: i just it's, trying to figure out who won the nominated- Oscar
1: for best screenplay.
0: Yeah, it was not Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> <laughs> that was also nominated the same year. yeah <laughs>
1: oh my god now I have to go and find out
0: I'm on Wikipedia I think it's El Norte but no wait it didn't lose to El Norte I I said that yeah
1: (laughs) no it did not wait which one won then Places in the Heart won okay hold on Places in the Heart is a 1984 movie a young (laughs) woman during the Great Depression in Texas who's forced to take charge of her farm wow wow That beats Splash. Wow, Splash got robbed. (laughs) Have you seen Splash? No. (laughs) I have not. Oh, come on.
0: But I would like to point out they earned over $69 million. Nice.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, if I had to watch Willow for you, we we have to do Splash.
0: Okay, you were going to watch Willow anyway because of the show that's coming out. So don't put that on me, Ricky Bobby. Yes, you were.
1: I don't know if I would have watched a movie. <laughs> I think I would have just watched a show. <laughs> I think that's a lie.
0: I think you would have watched it. Yeah, well, that seems right in you will.
1: I think after the first 30 minutes of walking, I might have been out.
0: You literally watched all three Lord of the Rings movies, so that argument is invalid.
1: I had to watch it. You, you lose your nerd card if you haven't watched the Lord of the Rings.
0: The amount of people that have said in Western New York... On dating apps to me that they have not watched Lord of the Rings is very shocking and to be honest, quite upsetting.
1: Which is why they shall not pass.
0: Literally. <laughs> like, oh, I don't like to be gatekeeping, but that, that that's a cause for concern. But I always follow up with are you willing to watch it? Because if you're gonna make me watch football and not watch Lord of the Rings, it's just not gonna work. Um all right. Are you willing do- to watch Splash? I am willing to watch it if you can tell me what streaming platform it's on. I will find it and watch it. I believe it's on Plus. For those of you I think who don't know, it's
1: that's a Disney
0: movie. Spot. Yeah,
1: I think it's a, I think it's a Disney movie. I think it's a Disney Plus movie.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I'm looking at this poster. It looks way too sexy to be a Disney movie.
1: Who owns the rights? I think well, it's Disney. Yeah. I, it it must be on Plus then.
0: Must be, but is it? Uh, all right, let's do some some honorable mentions. Uh, Ryan, why don't you go first? Um, yeah, so uh,
2: honorable mentions. I had a couple. Um, I'm glad, Anna, that you brought up Polar Express because that one was on my list, and uh, I definitely consider drafting it, and it's kind of a bummer no one did because that one is, is great. Um, also, um, <laughs> the other three Toy Story movies um i think think specifically toy story 2 is my next favorite one um and then uh, lastly i I said i didn't want to draft another war movie um but i think greyhound from a couple years ago is actually pretty good um it was on um apple tv plus it was like the first i think it was like the launch title that came out with it but yeah Tom hanks plays a um Sea Captain taking uh, naval convoys from Europe, from the U.S. to uh, England. So I thought that one was really good. Nice.
1: I thought you were going to pick Charlie Wilson's War when you said another war movie. It's like, geez, he's
2: (laughs) done a a lot of war movies. I haven't actually seen that one. And and, um, the Bridge of Spies was another one that I considered. That's right. Yes, he's done a lot of. I mean, that one, I guess, is like a war adjacent movie, but, you know, close enough.
0: All right, Thad, what are some of your honorable mentions? I and think the yeah. biggest
1: one that people are going to yell at us for is uh, Green Mile.
0: Yep, Green Mile was on yeah. my sure
1: list. That's the one that I think everyone is going to yell at us for. Just like that. you pick freaking Splash over the Green Mile. Yeah, <laughs> I don't yes, I think, did. So. <laughs> I
0: think I think they're going to yell at us about Forrest Gump, and I'm going to be 100% yeah, honest about that.
1: <laughs> oh, you know yeah, what, I'll I stick by um, it. If I didn't see it must not be that good. How how about that?
0: <laughs> I think they would all disagree with you on that.
2: One. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 definitely good logic to use. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot um, Road to Perdition. Yeah. To a, Perdition. A good, good,
1: uh... Yeah, and if we're going more of more recent, um, we could say Sully. A lot of people are Sully heads and they love that movie. Yeah. Anna, what about you, Anna?
0: I have never heard of it. Really? Also, uh, I have more homework to do um but it has tom hanks and airplanes which clearly is like a thing that i adore so clearly
1: oh i can give you the rundown of that movie quickly it is wanna. new york adjacent it is new york adjacent
0: <laughs> all right you remember
1: me. the uh the pilot who landed the plane in the water Mm-hmm. that's who he's playing
0: oh that's probably why i didn't watch it it's because it's too close to the actual event Mm-hmm. yeah i really hate it when they do that i'm sure he did a phenomenal job though okay some items on my short list uh obviously polar express was going to be like my first alternate if i couldn't get um one of my top four but the money pit is one of my all-time favorite movies um and it probably hits a little bit differently now that i am you know of house buying age right um so, and we're in a
1: money pit of despair right?
0: and then i just like hear like everyone all of else these, from our
1: generation
0: everyone yep. else from our generation is buying all these fixer-uppers and it's like oh there's this giant mansion for 200,000 but it's like literally every time they do something like the plumbing is full of gunk the electric catches on fire there's a raccoon living in the dumbwaiter there's a bathtub that crashes through the floor right um so like no matter what they do it just gets worse and worse and worse and they are just throwing all their money into this house right um, and then you know they, they fix the house and they decide to sell it and yeah it's just a really really nice vicious cycle you know I every time I watch that movie it makes me cackle like an old woman I really really enjoy it um, I feel like a couple of other ones we also have to mention we have to mention Big A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood I personally did not see it but I heard really good things about it yeah yeah Finch was phenomenal. I cried. Listen, Tom Hanks and a dog. <laughs> it's a very <laughs> it's a very easy uh, algorithm that you have to set up for me. Uh, apparently, just Tom Hanks and a, and a dog, and I'll just cry like a child. Just trying to see if we've missed any big ones, and I think we got...
1: A one that we're probably missing. Oh, I remembered it now. Never mind. I, I know which one it I is. I would say um, Captain Phillips,
2: if or nothing else, for the B. Uh,
1: Philadelphia, too.
0: Oh, Philadelphia. I forgot about Philadelphia. Especially after I made that quip about people listening in Philadelphia. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Shame on me. Um,
1: shots at Philly.
0: (laughs) I wasn't putting shots at Philly. I was trying to protect Philly from your Boston supremacy here. Um, All right. Well, we're back from our our short break. Uh, So we're excited to come out with new content for you guys. Uh, We do have willow coming out as our next episode we did a rewatch of it a few weeks ago and the episode will be dropping next week um and then when the show is done we're gonna bring back the people who are on the episode to talk about it um i really enjoyed it i thought it was fun but uh yeah and we're gonna be catching up on some of the stuff that we missed so stay tuned and uh at planet fantasy this is what we do was suspenseful. <laughs> yeah, you definitely broke up there. Can you say that again?
1: Did I really?
2: You
0: yeah. <laughs> All we heard right, was, right, it cut out.
2: right after right after the boinking. <laughs> so that's why I'm just like wow, this on screen
0: and then nothing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, And
0: that's the blooper for the episode. Comedic comedically the timing was perfect. <laughs>